2: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hmm? Ah! Hmm. Huh.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Greg. And I'm Penny. And this is She-Hulk Cast, a podcast dedicated to the Disney Plus show She-Hulk: Attorney at Law.
0: This episode, we're covering season one, episode four. Is this not real magic?
1: If you're listening to us uh, on the House Podcasting feed, that's fantastic. But just so you know, we have our own uh, podcast, um, or the She-Hulk Cast. Uh, so if you can go over there, and if you can find it. Um, where Podcast is actually having a, a bit of a contest uh, where you can win a podcast, a t-shirt a Kirk Manley poster and uh, a hardcover. Here's Negan comic book. Um, we'll have some details on that at the end of, at the end of the episode. After last week's podcast, uh, we got some feedback um, about uh, that, that. We might've been saying that if people didn't like she Hulk or didn't like female led uh, movies or MC movies or whatever, um, That, that that was, that was just sexist. And that's not what we were trying to put across. What we were trying to put across is that there are some people who, who feel that way, who don't like, uh, uh, shows with the lead female characters. Um, in the same way that there may be people who, uh, don't like, uh, TV shows with lead black characters. We are calling that out as sexism or racism. Um, we are not trying to be, ultra woke or whatever the case is. That's not the intent. Uh, We're just calling it like we see it. You can absolutely dislike she Hulk or dislike a movie because you dislike the writing uh, because it was boring because it's just not your thing. That's absolutely okay. And we're not calling you sexist or, uh, or whatever. Uh, We are just pointing out the fact that it, it is a thing that does occur. And uh, 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 it does seem that a lot of, a lot of, a lot of uh, female led shows, which, writing that we happen to enjoy um or at least i do um do seem to kind of get get some of that feedback um now uh there was one more thing about the the twerking and uh, twerking scene i personally don't see any issues with twerking i i i don't care people some people say it is a uh you know inherently sexual and if they view it that way that's okay sure that that's the way that you view it it can also be prefer- perceived as an art form and art is subjective and everybody can have their own viewpoints of art. <laughs> if, if you didn't like it, that sucks. Like, I'm sorry that you didn't like it. I'm sorry. You saw, you saw something on TV that um, either uh, offended you or you're just like, no, that's not my thing. Uh, I really like off color jokes. Um, my, my mom, who I mentioned last week, doesn't. So she doesn't like shows like that or things that have that stuff in it. Um, and, I have to accept the fact that, Hey, we can agree to disagree. I like something she doesn't. And that's, that's perfectly fine.
0: Thanks for saying that, Greg. I, um, I thought a lot about the feedback and, and whether or not we really were saying that if you don't like Captain Marvel, you're a sexist, I really hope that's not what we were saying. And if that's how it sounded, I apologize. Um, Frankly, I thought Captain Marvel was kind of boring and I don't <laughs> love the character. I didn't love her in the comics, but I was so ready to love that movie and and I just found it okay. Um we were talking specifically in that case about the the online comments that were pulled from real life to put in the show that said things like why are all the girls all the heroes girls now and stuff like that. But if you like either see the show and don't like it, or you saw a trailer or a poster and said, I don't think I want to watch that. Like be you be you. That's great.
1: Yeah, um, absolutely. Which is funny yeah. because last week I made a joke about, Hey, all these, all these tweets were, you know, actual comments from whenever. And I was like, that is 100% not true. It turns out that was 100% true. That, those were actual Twitter, uh, Twitter feed or Facebook comments uh from when they announced that they were making the show she hulk which i was like whoa kirk kirk manley uh who was on with us last week he actually forwarded us the tweets about it and i was like holy shit and i was i kind of i didn't foretell because it had already happened but i was like kind of guessed right and that was uh that was kind of funny
0: uh yeah and i imagine that there were some worse tweets out there yeah that uh Marvel didn't put in the show. It It is meant to be, like, maybe not a show for kids, but, like, you know, clean enough for a family to watch together. It's supposed to be silly and lighthearted, so I don't think they put in the, like, death threats and stuff like that. Um, I've, I'm also podcasting on The Rings of Power, and that show is getting a lot of uh, trolling as well for casting people of color in some of the roles in Middle <sighs> Earth. People say that elves can't be black and all this other stuff, and I, like, it, it's I, which to
1: me, which is so so ridiculous. Like anyway, regardless, yeah. Um,
0: but the, yeah, the actors are getting death threats and stuff, and it it which, really upsets me.
1: Which is absolutely, like as I said, as I think I just said, ridiculous. That's so yeah. bonkers. Anyway,
0: it's a TV show, people. Okay,
1: yeah, it is again art, and it's subjective, and yeah. somebody cannot like it. And that's fine. There's zero reason to be an asshole. Like flat out, you, you don't there's no reason to be an asshole at all. Period. Anyway, moving on. Okay, now back to She-Hulk. Fun um, stuff. Yeah, the the good, the good stuff or the less shitty stuff. Um yeah. all right, so Penny, how did you like this episode?
0: Not my favorite episode. I thought it was really uneven. Parts of it were very funny and and entertaining and parts of it were really dumb. Um but it's not like I didn't enjoy watching it. I still enjoy the characters and stuff. It just wasn't my favorite.
1: Yeah. How about I, you? I I I I like this one more than I liked last week on my first watch. Um I think that as I watch it over and not over and over. I only watched this one twice, but Um, as I've, as I've rewatched it and kind of like dug into it and looked into, you know, paused it and looked at certain stuff or whatever. Um, I, I really have enjoyed it more. I still think that some of the things that I thought were dumb were dumb. Um, but, uh, in, in general, I, I did enjoy it. I would, I would say like a, I'd say three and a half out of five. Um, yeah, that sounds right. It's, uh, like, that's just, that's just my own my own uh, viewpoint of it. Um, All right. So moving on to breaking the fourth wall. What do we got, Penny? Uh,
0: The the first one was uh, right at the beginning of the episode. She's having coffee in her kitchen. She's in a comically oversized suit, of course. And she says to the audience, you look happy. It's Wong. Everybody loves Wong. It's like giving the show Twitter armor for a week.
1: Which is I think hysterical that they're recognizing that, Hey, this guest star, because Wong is awesome. Uh, we're not going to get blasted, but now we're getting blasted for other things, which I think they got rightfully so blasted for other things that I will mention later.
0: Yeah. There was some stuff that was, that was legitly, uh, not great.
1: Yeah, and then after she like I I do really, really enjoy the really short ones like the ones that are literally just a look to camera. Um, like the, after she met with Wong, she just like looks at the camera and just like shrugs. She's like, meh, all right. Yeah, uh, Wong is
0: a little out there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, she absolutely needs us to identify with that.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, it was uh, so then the I think uh, the next one was uh as she takes taking selfies as as she Hulk she's like oh I'm not proud of this. But you know, a girl's got to do what she got, what a girl's got to do.
0: Yeah. Oh, you know, there's another one she said right after she posted her She-Hulk uh profile, she got a whole bunch of matches and mm-hmm. she was like, "Ooh, that's demoralizing for Jen."
1: <laughs> yeah. That was Oh, that's demoralizing for Jen. <laughs> so yeah. that was a good one.
0: Yeah, that was pretty funny. And then of course, is there anything worse than dating in your 30s? Yeah.
1: I mean, it, there are but, uh, that that's definitely a difficult one. Um, so I, I didn't know if this one, I, I guess this was her talking to us, but it was during the, the, the gremlin fighting scene where she's basically just, she's kind of like Spider-Man. She's just like quipping as she's talking. Um, when she like, you know, Hey, you know, and he, that like, he was hot. Not that like that matters, but it does. Um, which is unfortunately true. Um, but you know, this kind of the, the way that it goes. You know. Yeah.
0: And and of course in the in the morning when the hot doctor uh just ghosts her or bails on her, uh she says whatever. Hot doctor is a cliche anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah. I sorry, good.
0: Don't believe that guy was really a doctor, but <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I mean he was it was it was very funny that how over the top good he was as opposed to how over the top bad the other people were. Um, but anyway, like the last one was, uh, it was, you know, the, the last thing. Oh, this is kind of a bummer way to end this episode. Oh, you know what? I, I bet there's a fun tag. Uh, and if you don't know what a tag is, um, a tag is basically the mid credit scene or the post credit scene or whatever. That's a tag. Um, basically after, like after, you know, when the office or Parks and Rec or whatever the sitcoms would come back after or either after or uh, during the credits, um, after a commercial break, that would be like what the tag is. Um, so just for people who aren't familiar with that terminology.
0: Should we get into our main points?
1: Absolutely. Uh, you want to go first? Or you want me to?
0: Uh, I'll start okay. with, uh, you know, my usual lawyer stuff. Ah. Uh, first off, the judge should totally have granted that preliminary injunction. That was wildly negligent. Uh, I don't think that it would go that way. I found the lawyer stuff in this episode to be like really ridiculous and I had to just let go of wanting it to be realistic. Right. Like they should have gotten Madison before the hearing and made sure she wasn't carrying a cocktail. Like That was ridiculous and- they didn't really swear her in or anything. I, I don't understand what that was all about. Um but I loved when Madison was on the stand and she spells her name and then they cut to Blaze's lawyer and he has to scratch out that he spelled it wrong. I assume he put the y where you think it is. Um <laughs> and Jen's line of "Oh my god, even the lawyer is a magician" was so funny. And then, you know, they they show the the three of them uh, Donnie Blaze and and uh, Cornelius and the lawyer, um, you know, all doing dumb tricks. Uh, right. The judge telling Donnie Blaze to stop throwing sno- smoke bombs, another great moment. And then my favorite, when Donnie Blaze is leaving the courtroom after kind of winning, which I don't think he should have anyway, and he says, I also have a bird. And then he does this scarf flourish and then flips them the bird. That, it was so smooth.
1: It was, I mean, it was for as many bad lines as this guy had. That was an excellent one.
0: Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, she says when she's fighting the bats or gremlins or whatever those things were, technically these are billable hours, which really killed me because you live and die by billable hours when you're at a law firm. A lot of law firms have um, billable hour minimums, and, and if you don't hit them, you get fired. So just like the fact that she would bill fighting is funny to me, and I wish I could have billed that. Um <laughs> Wong doesn't get what he wanted in the end. Blaze agrees to the terms of the cease and desist, but Wong wanted to make an example out of him. I think he wanted a court judgment, so it wasn't really a win. Um, And the thing that really drove me nuts at the end was the process server and, and the fact that Titania is suing her for trademark misuse, and misuse is not the right term. It would be infringement. And the process server shouldn't know what those papers are about or care. That's not how that works. Um, And registering a trademark takes many, many months, sometimes years. So there's no way Titania has had time to do that. It all like annoyed me. I was actually a trademark lawyer at the beginning of my career. So I was like, (laughs) Ooh, a trademark thing. Oh, they're getting it all wrong. So um, nobody try to learn anything from the legal parts of this episode.
1: Yeah. So I'm, so I'm going to provide my, very minimal uh we'll just say pop culture lawyer expertise um and uh i'm just gonna just like it makes sense to me that you could have said hey he can continue to practice magic but don't make portals and then send people through them like that's very specifically you can do your illusions but this one particular thing don't do that and if you do that, or if you're caught on film doing that, or whatever the case is, you will be caught in contempt, or you'll be violating this, or whatever the case is. Like, it's it's not that hard to be like, okay, I get it. He's just a bad magician. He does really crappy visual illusions. Um, but don't do this thing that's, you know, real magic. Um, and
0: dangerous.
1: And, and wildly dangerous. Yeah. Um, I mean, given, don't get me wrong, like opening a portal in a courtroom to a bar is probably not the smartest idea. Um, or, you know, into a maximum security prison or whatever. Um, but, uh, regardless, like, I was just like, this is, this is silly. Um, and then with regard to the, the trademark stuff, like you, it's not like she has business cards with she Hulk on them. Uh, it's not like she's the one calling herself She-Hulk. Like it's literally just it's the public, right? It's a public acclamation that she is She-Hulk. Um and I keep meaning to go back and look to see who the the interviewer was that actually like named her She-Hulk. I feel like it was the guy who was interviewing her in the second episode or at the end oh. of last episode and then the same one from this episode um that the basically oh you Yahoo's are the ones who do. I think it was actually that in particular that Yahoo I could be wrong, but
0: that would be extra funny if it was that particular Yahoo.
1: Yeah, and she's guess. just like she's just like uh, no, you guys named this some some idiot reporter was like doing you know, just talked about it, thought about it for two seconds and then did this. Um, yeah, I, I feel like it was the same guy. It might not be, but uh, I keep meaning to go back and take a look, but I, I haven't yet.
0: Yeah, she isn't using the name in a commercial sense, but it is a name that is associated with her. Trademark law is not meant to protect the owner of the trademark. That's a side effect of trademark law. Trademark law is designed and and maintained in order to protect the consumer or the public's ability to know the source of goods or services. So, the most important thing is whether or not it will be confusing to a consumer if somebody is using a name that they very much associate with someone else
1: gotcha that yeah that makes sense uh, i I am not getting the I'm not getting the the quality of product from this because just because this person let's just say I'm just what popped into my head I went to retina crafters. And I thought it was lens crafters because lenscrafters is, you know, a, a name that is is synonymous with eye whatever, and they actually just poked me in the eye. So I can't like I, I didn't go there thinking but if there was a place that said lenscrafters, well then they should be held to all of the requirements that a lens crafters would be held to. But retina crafters, they don't give a shit. Um, that's just just like I said, yeah. just the example that popped popped into my head.
0: But that's exactly the scenario that the law is meant to protect consumers
1: from is
0: that you would go to a place called, you know, lens, maybe lenses crafters or something like that. (laughs) Right.
1: This sounds very close to it.
0: Yeah. And be confused and get service or goods that are not what you wanted and that you're harmed by that in some way.
1: All right. That's yeah. That lawyer stuff is always a lot of fun. Um, and, uh, as a, as a non-lawyer, it's, uh, I I like to kind of test what, what my, my thought processes are on that. All right. So my first point is dating stuff. So I have dated in my thirties after my, my ex-wife left, uh, I dated in my thirties and I didn't run into the same horror stories that I've heard a lot of people do. So, um, my, my wife now, uh, she talked about, tons of horror stories about with regards to first dates and, you know, really, really crappy, you know, people with bad attitudes or, um, not great, uh, manners or go, you know, you should show up to their house and, you know, they're a hoarder and literally just stacks and stacks of paper or stuff or whatever, um, oh there you know, there are nine dogs in this, and it looks like uh, you know Michael Vick's basement or something like that. Um, so like there there are a have uh, been through a little bit of that. I did like the fact that Matcher is a cross of match.com and tender, uh, but using the mechanics of tender, which is swiping left or swiping right. Um it did seem like what it feels like is that they took, you know, just some relatively uh, crappy stories, like pulled a hundred women and said, okay, uh, these are, what are your worst first day date experiences? And then they took some of the, uh, I'm not going to say the worst ones, because I mean, there are, if you've watched Parks and Rec and Leslie Knope has had some really bad first dates, but uh, took some that were just kind of like, oh yeah, this is, that's just a really crappy, you know, he's really self-absorbed. Um maybe none like the the guy before the hot doctor that was trying to figure out if she could be pierced by something. Um, oh,
0: I was not sure if that guy was just a weirdo or a serial killer.
1: Yeah, or maybe working for the boss.
0: Um Oh, that hadn't occurred to me.
1: So that 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 actor has looked fa- he looked familiar. I feel like I've seen him in things before. I'm not 100% sure what what they were what they were, but um i did i did find that be like oh you're quite a specimen like oh come on man like this if you were actually trying to do any like he just seemed like a fanboy right he, he just seemed like a a person who was like hey i went on a date with the she-hulk and you know maybe there's some possible uh you know can i can i get powers from something else but uh, we did learn some things uh, about about uh, about Jen in that situation. You know, she's in you know she is indestructible by anything on Earth, uh, including vibranium. Apparently, um,
0: um, she never answered that.
1: Do she you asked have him some? Had any? Do yeah. you want to try? <laughs> I,
0: the use of the word "specimen" just really creeped me out. I was like, yeah. "Dude, are you trying to collect her? Like, what?" Yeah. It, yeah
1: even oh sorry
0: yeah oh the guy who was like I could deadlift 600 pounds and I'm not even a superhero I, I think I've dated that guy <laughs> but he was like I could have gone to law school but I just chose not to
1: right <laughs> I mean the 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 one that bugged me was the guy who you know was sitting on his phone and she's talking about herself and he's texting and I'm like, Oh yeah, he was. A- Come on, that would be like your tenth date where you're not even listening to them. Uh, I did. I did think that that like basically they didn't have Dennis in this episode, uh, so they just had Dennis replacements. Um, yeah. For yeah. the chauvinistic or just shitty human beings. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, I know downtown. Um, I I really don't like L.A. I don't like that scene. But you know, I'm more of a New Yorker. Oh, how long did you live there? Oh, 14 months. Yeah, he oh. said he was
0: a New Yorker through and through.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean just just I'm just gonna say that I met my wife on on Tinder and uh it it's working so far, so uh, I'm, I'm pretty pretty good with that. Um it is possible, although my understanding is that you will not necessarily meet up with success every time. I just I'll I'll leave it at that. But yes, dating in your thirties absolutely sucks. Uh
0: I gotta say Dating in my 40s has been actually – it gets better and better. Um, I think because I'm just more secure in who I am as a person. So, if I go on a crappy date, it's just funny as opposed to being like, what's wrong with me?
1: Right. I I think the self-confidence does have – as you get older, you become more comfortable with yourself and you don't depend on other people for validation And you're just looking to have a good time or good companionship or whatever. And if it doesn't work out, it's literally only one person that you will probably never see again. And it doesn't matter. Could it get disheartening after 30 or 40 of those? Sure. Yeah. I mean, that would be, that would be not, not the best, but, um, in, in general, like, uh, at least you can go out and have, have fun.
0: Usually you get a drink or a dinner out of it. Um, I did think it was hilarious, the reaching for their wallets game that, the, <laughs> yeah. that she played with that first guy. And then that he just pulled out his keys and bailed and left her with a check. I was like, oh, yeah, I've been there.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. L.A. prices for, for drinks is probably pretty significant. Um, and when she looked at the, the, the tab, even as a lawyer, as a, as, yeah. a, as a firm lawyer, she's like, oh, God, are you serious?
0: Yeah, that was that place didn't look schmancy enough to be that yeah. expensive, but what do I know? Um, and I did like the doctor called it swipe dating, which was a phrase I never heard before. Right, but it it's the perfect phrase to describe that whole process, which I is mean, it, now it, on it, other sites as well as Tinder. Everyone,
1: yeah, it, it. I mean, so what they what they take out of that is that you typically would message back and forth. And it's not, you don't go from, Oh, you're a match to I'm on a date with you because there are a bunch of psychos out there and, uh, you don't go straight to meeting up with someone that, I mean, not everyone has an alter ego that is six foot seven and indestructible. Um, so I I would say that that there's, there's definitely some, some play in that, uh, in, in the use of that. Uh, and yeah. she has a definitive advantage to. Oh, okay, fine, I'll go meet up with this this person.
0: Um, on IMDb, the the date dudes were named Skeevy Guy Number One and Skeevy <laughs> Guy Number Two.
1: <laughs> that's pretty good.
0: It's like they don't even have names; they're just Skeevy guys. I that, used to nickname my bad dates and and tell you know I dined out on a lot of funny bad date stories.
1: <laughs> um, all right, that's all I had for my first one.
0: Uh, I want to talk about magic. 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 Uh, People are harsh on magic shows. She says at one point, you know, when she's fighting the gremlin bats, instead of kissing his hot face right now, I'm covered in demon goo at a magic show, which is the worst part of this whole thing. (laughs) And I was trying to remember if I've ever even been to a magic show, and I don't think I have. There's this place in Los Angeles called the Magic Castle, it's a private magic club. It's been around for like 50 something years or something and it's it's hard to get into. You have to have an invitation. Somebody has to sponsor you. You can go as a guest of a member, but like there's a process that you have to go through to do that. I've always wanted to go. I you know, I go to LA all the time and I for the longest time didn't know anyone who was a member of the Magic Castle. Now I have one friend who is. And so next time I'm in LA, I'm going to put on the hard hard press to get an invite there i really want to see it
1: i believe actually that is it magic castle
0: that's what it's called yeah
1: is that what it's called okay so i believe that the mystic castle that he was referring that that donnie blaze was working at was actually kind of a ripoff of the magic castle
0: yeah that makes
1: sense Um, but you know but obviously kind of like that trademark stuff it's not the magic castle it's the mystic castle and it is neither mystic nor a castle i got it
0: yeah he had some pretty sad uh audiences there
1: Uh, he had some uh, pretty
0: sad tricks
1: you like you like from behind him you saw him disconnect the the wire uh when he got done levitating i was just like oh come on man you could be better than that
0: Oh, yeah. And he threw the like pole to Cornelius. Yeah. I want to know more about Cornelius. He is really a fan of Donnie Blaze, right? He's like, he thinks Donnie Blaze is like the greatest guy ever. And he just like hypes him up all the time.
1: Yeah. I love someone like that. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to know where Donnie blaze got the sling ring from. I thought those were sort of hard to come by. It looked like it might be homemade, but it, I don't know why Wong with all of his powers doesn't just take it.
1: Yeah. He, he it definitely looked like either stunted or misshapen or something. Um, maybe he snuck it out of Camortage, uh in, you know, so maybe he just left. After, you know, his, uh, his keg debacle, um, and took it with him. But yeah, I I don't, I don't know, but it was, it definitely looked, uh, it looked, uh, kitschy.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I really don't understand why Wong wouldn't just like go to one of his shows and be like, give me that. <laughs> 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 because when, um, I don't know, is this a spoiler for Spider-Man? Uh, Which, Spider-Man No Way Home, he at one point takes Dr. Strange's ring and traps Dr. Strange in the mirror dimension. I think you mean in the, the, the math ring. dimension. Oh, right. The math dimension. <laughs> 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 um, sorry if that spoiled part of Spider-Man for anyone.
1: That's fine. It's like a third of the way through, the third, through the- And if you watch this show, you still got some other crazy spoilers from other things regardless.
0: Yeah. Uh, Donnie Blaze was played by Reese Coiro, and I thought I recognized him and I looked him up. He played Billy Walsh on Entourage, who was hands down the best character on Entourage. Um, a show I'm a little embarrassed to admit I watched all of, but I did not watch the movie. He he's his character, Billy Walsh, is this um pretentious art film director who, you know, won't make any compromises for commerciality or listen to you know, studio execs, he calls everybody suit. Who's not an artist. Um, (laughs) He's a great character. He was meant to be just a one-off character on entourage, but everybody loved him so much that they brought him back over and over and over again. And he was really the best part of that show.
1: He, I Um, mean, I, I enjoyed entourage. Like I watched, I I think I've seen all of it. Um, I did not watch the movie, Um, but I watched them all underway. So they all just kind of bleed together.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting. His name is Reese Coiro, and the director of yeah. most of these episodes, if not all, is Cat Coiro. It's a pretty unusual name. I don't know if they're related or not. I couldn't I figure, saying, no, figure that no out relation? On the internet.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. You definitely could take a look at that.
0: Yeah. And I thought uh, Cornelius um, was fantastic. He's played by Leon Lamar. Like I said, I hope he comes back again. His last name, by the way, is Willows. Just a great name, Cornelius P. Willows.
1: Nice. I I thought that his was it his was it Cornelius Willows' uh, cabinet of curiosities. Is that what they? What I thought I saw on the on the door as they went in and they were give, trying to give them the cease and desist.
0: Oh yeah, I think it was.
1: So that was, that was Cornelius's
0: was office. Yeah, yeah. Where Donnie Blaze likes to uh, Donny Blaze likes to hang out with him. Uh, I would not mind Donnie Blaze coming back again. He's a pretty funny character.
1: He reminded me of Martin Starr. Um, me too, totally. Uh, I was like, that's not Martin. He's already in the MCU. He's like a teacher. Um, oh, but, no, that's uh, right.
0: He's uh he teaches at Peter Parker's high school. Yeah, I forgot about that.
1: Yeah. Uh, he, he, but yeah, he, he was an entertaining character, although obviously at least a little bit irritating.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. But good at being irritating. Yeah. That's the end of my magic point.
1: All right. Magic. Um, all right. So my second point is going to also be sort of about magic, but it's going to be about Wongers.
0: Yeah, Wongers.
1: Um, all right. So so Wong in this, in basically every line that Benedict Wong delivers in this is intended to take be taken very seriously. Everything he says, n- none of it is, I don't think, any of it is tongue-in-cheek. I think he means everything that he says. Uh, he's talking about being, you know, the accidentally un- unweaving the astral plane and all dimensions. He's being serious.
0: Yeah, I think you're right about that.
1: Uh, he wants to make an example of Johnny Blaze. Sorry, of Donnie Blaze, not Johnny Blaze, a.k.a. Ghost Rider. Um, he wants to make an example of him. He wants to send him to the mirror dimension. He probably wouldn't die. I think he's serious about that. Yeah. Um, I I don't think that anything that we were saying that, that that Wong said in this entire episode, he was completely straight with every line that he gave. And it was not unintentionally. The character was unintentionally funny. But obviously, it was written that way. But he was a, an amazing straight man in this episode of uh, irreverent comedy. Yeah. Um,
0: I agree. He's He is delightful. I just don't want them to overuse him or tell us too many details about his life. Because part of what makes him so great is that he sort of drops in and says hilarious stuff and then drops back out.
1: Yeah, I mean, he, he, the, the, like his, uh, just a couple of the cameos that he's had, you know, in Shang-Chi and, uh, not really a cameo, but in, uh, in Spider-Man No Way Home, like, they're, they're good because they're not, not all the time. Even in Multiverse of Madness, he was, I mean, he was in it a little bit more. He was probably in it about the same percentage of that movie as he was in this one. And like there, he's like a kind of a main character and seeing him here, uh, I did think that the Twitter armor comment was, was awesome. um, Yeah. And almost like foretelling. uh, But you know what happens when you get Twitter armor and you recognize it and you call it out? You lose it. You lose it because now it's like now, oh, well now we're getting too much Wong. Um, But I mean, let's be fair to me, at least there will never be enough Wong. Um, the un- unlicensed spinoff of, of Madison and Wong or Madison and Wongers. Uh, uh, I believe that, uh, I, remember, I think it was Jessica Gow was talking about trying to get a Halloween special with them together, which I think is, would be hysterical, uh, Madison with, you know, a Y and two ends, but not where you think it is. Um, I, I feel like her Halloween costumes would be, I'll just say interesting yeah. um, and, uh, and and Wong Wong's again his straight man to her is 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 pretty good
0: I love the idea of them getting together and and watching you know sentimental weepy TV shows together and like crying together I think it's really I crazy.
1: had to look that up so that that was this is us yeah um, so I had not I've never seen this is us I, I was actually like I don't know what they're watching and I've watched a lot of TV but I, it was pretty funny.
0: Yeah, I haven't watched This Is Us either, but it's famous for being a weepy.
1: Yeah, very sentimental. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, um, yeah, I just thought he, I thought Wong was great in this. Um, I did have a question about uh, one of the things that he requested. I don't remember if it was in court or it was in in Jen's office. Um. The unlicensed. He said unlicensed practitioners shouldn't be allowed to do that. Is there a license when you go to Commentage? Is like, do you get like a magic license?
0: Okay, Um, so I have never seen the entire first Doctor Strange movie where they might address that. I always fall asleep halfway through. I've tried like (laughs) five times to watch it and it knocks me out. Um, it's a pretty boring movie to me. I think, um, they just like, if you look a little bit past the CGI, they're just waving their hands around at each other all the time. Uh, it, it doesn't do anything for me, but maybe in that movie somewhere they would answer that question, but I've never heard of a magic license.
1: Um, yeah, I, I, I will tell you, I really enjoyed Dr. Strange and I've gone back a couple of times and, and rewatched it, especially here in the last couple of years. Um, and, you know look at this you don't like it and I do it's crazy we can still be friends yeah. um, and uh, but but no, I don't I don't ever remember them talking about a license or you know a qualified person or whatever uh, I just thought the use of the word unlicensed was odd given that we're talking about real magic you yeah. know sorcery uh, so I just thought it, thought it was odd.
0: I would agree anyway, that. so
1: that, that pretty much finishes off my my Wong.
0: <laughs> well, that, that dovetails really nicely into my next point, which is uh, Madison King. I love her. I hope we get to see her again. Um, I saw a cute picture on social media of her and Jamila Jamil in her Titania getup. And it was like, you're not ready for us or something like that. And it just, I was like, are they going to be on screen together? I got so excited. Um, (laughs) She's hilarious. At first I was like, oh, she's so annoying. I I can't stand people like that. And then as I watched the episode again, I was like, oh my God, she's sweet and harmless. And she means well. And uh, maybe someone should... You know, talk to her about her drinking problem, but um, (laughs) I think her friendship with Wong is sincere. I think she really liked him. Um, I think it was hilarious that she made a deal with a demon and kept the secret. She's like, I can't talk about it.
1: Except Um, she told Wong, right? I mean, she traded her six drops of blood for her way out. She told Wong... Literally five seconds after she got oh, out. Oh,
0: that's true. She did. And then she was holding up like what looked like a human heart. Yeah. She just dropped it on the floor. I was like, what is the story there? Uh, there was a cute drawing in the end credits of her, like, signing yeah. something with a goat named Jake.
1: Yeah, with Jake. Uh, yeah. With Jake the goat. <laughs> and so, then Cornelius so was like,
0: oh, yeah, I know Jake. Which was <laughs> like, I, what? The, um, she was super irritating, Waters. but yes,
1: there were definitely parts yeah that that i did enjoy
0: when she asked him if he had any yak milk like around so she could try it i was like ew that's gonna be really disgusting um and then he said i think we have some leftover from the wedding and i was like is wedding an easter egg should we know who got married like what wedding was this
1: the, the only one i'm familiar with was uh christine's wedding um in multiverse of madness uh and i don't know where that falls in the timeline Mm-hmm. Um, but that
0: wouldn't he wouldn't have had like food and beverages left over. Yeah, from, that's
1: true. Um yeah, I mean, cuz I mean, like he's at connoisseur, right?
0: Yeah. I think I assume his little lounge area he had there with the like groovy music and his cigars was um was that Carmartage? Carmartage?
1: Carmartage, sure. yeah.
0: Carmartage, yeah. Um I, I liked like the room, although that couch didn't look very comfortable. It was like wooden <laughs> back. Um, if you're gonna, he, if you're gonna settle he, in and watch When he's laying TV. on
1: it, when he's laying on it on the at the end, I was like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's comfortable. Oh, they had a blanket, as, like a pillow.
0: Yeah. Um, and he was like hugging the pillow. It was really cute.
1: Was uh, Was Madison wearing a snuggie at the end in the um, in the tag? I
0: think it was a teddy bear coat. So. I've actually really been wanting to buy one of these for myself. It's a faux fur, basically like a hoodie, but um, it's usually longer than a standard hoodie. And uh, it's made out of faux fur and it's like cozy and warm and cuddly. And um, there's nothing I want more on a cold day than to be like wrapped in faux fur. Uh, I've just never found one that I liked. They always seem to be in colors that are not good for me, like beige. (laughs) <laughs> when I find them, so I am going to keep shopping. It looked adorable on her, and and cozy.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, and yeah. I mean, uh, the actress is Patty Guggenheim, I think mm-hmm. is her name. Yeah, I mean, she's stunning. I mean, I just yeah for a uh, for I am it was L A right yeah. L A or Vegas or something uh, like for a mid to late thirties, maybe early. 30s, I don't. Okay, you know what? I'm just not even going to say ages at all because I suck at, you know, guessing women's ages. But for a a club scene girl, um I, I did. Was she wearing a romper at one point on the on the stand? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then she
0: does this like little curtsy when she gets yeah. On she the stand. curtsies
1: with the romper. When she's like, it was "Oh so man,"
0: cute.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, when she's she gets absolutely on the beautiful. Stand,
0: and she hands her drink to the bailiff, and she's like, "You can finish it if you want. I'm not sick.
1: And I'm not like, sick." <laughs> was, and the bailiff was, just I mean, like
0: looks at the drink, like, "I don't know what to do with this."
1: Again. I'm just going to say that after my second watch or during my second watch, I enjoyed her jokes more, even if I was still rolling my eyes during them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think she's another one. You know, she's doing she's supposed to be a little irritating. That's right. That's the point of Madison. And then she wins you over in the end.
1: And then she becomes endearing, even if she's still a little bit like she's not even obnoxious, though. She's she's not a dentist she's not a female dentist she's just just that girl and you know and and you do eventually start to enjoy her character or at least i did i did yeah um and the fact that i feel like she's obviously well i say so obviously i think she's very satirical of that uh you know that that club scene girl that uh that I I I I did tend to, I did tend to enjoy her a little bit more towards the end. Yeah. Um.
0: I hope she comes back.
1: Yeah, me too. Uh, Anything else with regard to Madison? No. Okay. Um. All right. So my last point is. Don't spoil TV shows. (laughs) Uh, We are doing our best to not talk about Marvel related stuff. I mean, we have to talk about some of it. We, but the Sopranos and the stuff that they, that they spoiled was, if you have, if you haven't watched the episode, you're listening to us just because you, you, you like it. uh, Great. That's, that's fantastic. Thanks for listening. Uh, But W- go watch the Sopranos, for God's sakes! Uh, they spoiled some major. I mean, I get it. The show's been over for seventeen years or something like that. I understand it's been out for a long time. There's not a statute of limitations on it, but uh, God, it, like I, the, there's the major. The it's not even like the fade to black or the the blackout, the very end that everybody's heard about and whatever. It's major stuff, and it's. I. This is one of those things where I think Twitter is absolutely, uh, absolutely right to be upset about. Um, Yeah. If you are watched the Sopranos,
0: so for me those were legit spoilers.
1: Yeah, those were like season five and season eight spoilers, and it was horrific uh, for me to be like, I was like, oh my god. Um, I actually had just listened to a, uh, an interview with, uh, with one of the, the stars that was mentioned in this. Um, and, uh, one of the, the actors that played one of the stars. And I was like, man, like that was a really, that, I, yeah, I, that was a really rough episode and things happened. Uh, but oh man, man this is, this, you know what? The internet is right don't do this to completely unrelated amazing television um I I feel strongly enough about this I'm wasting an entire point on this I like
0: I don't blame you it it was annoying um and the sopranos hasn't been off the air that long and it's definitely a show that people care about deeply so yeah. choosing to spoil it, they must have known it would make people mad
1: like maybe it's part of that be, being hey to be hey we need this twitter armor because we're going to do something horrific to the internet uh I, I i don't know like i this is this is a a bridge too far um i've yeah. been a stout defender uh, i love the humor i enjoy uh, a, i mean i really enjoy tatiana maslani um some of the choices are, I think, you know, a little bit uh, maybe poor is the wrong word, but just not my style or, or whatever. But like this is one of those decisions where you're just like, hey, what what can we spoil uh, at the at, during this? What can we what can what can Wong be upset about uh, upset enough that he is going to uh, that he's going to want to like basically shut down Donnie blaze. Oh, he's he this, he's he got spoiled on the Sopranos, so he's effectively suing. He's not suing, but this is a I need to make an example of him because I got spoiled on the Sopranos. If they had said that, I would have found it even. I would have found, probably would have found it funnier.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But they could have uh,
0: very easily made a show. That was clearly meant to mimic the Sopranos. They could have called it like the Altos or something like that, or the right. Trebles, and then just made up fake spoilers, made up names. Yeah, and absolutely. everyone Would have understood the joke exactly the same way.
1: Yeah, um, that yeah, that that is a really really good point. I didn't think about that as an option, but I mean, I, like, like these are real stakes with a f- and a phenomenal show. And okay, uh, off of my soapbox. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh i'm all right so that, that's that's my my last point uh, i'm just i've just got some notes how about you
0: me too notes uh i'll start uh finally they address the wardrobe nikki said we need to get you some new clothes i'm like <laughs> yes i'm tired of the boxy gray suits they are boring um and now that nikki has said something I'm hoping that that will lead to some action. There's a new promo out for the final five episodes of She Hulk. I didn't watch it. I don't want spoilers myself, so I didn't watch the promo, but uh, maybe in that promo they even dealt with the wardrobe. I, I don't know. Something has to happen because I can't keep looking at those boxy gray suits. They're ugly.
1: <laughs> I do, I do think that, that her, that, uh, that Tatiana, that Jen being in those suits is funny. Yeah, that's. Um, funny.
0: But they could do that with a stylish suit that was oversized as well. I
1: mean, that's that's true. Um. All right. Um. Anything else? Note wise. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. When Jen looks at her phone, the background picture on her phone is Captain America's ass.
1: <laughs> I didn't catch that.
0: I had to rewind and pause and like you know look at it several times, and I was like, "Oh, that's what that is." And I was like, "Of course, she's a Captain America groupie." Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: It was per- it was the perfect thing for her to have on her phone. I thought it was so funny.
1: Um, one one of my notes is, with regard to her phone as well is my like probably my favorite kind of uh, tongue in cheek. They like. Her phone goes off and it says, you have zero matches. Like, why is that even a oh, I, no. <laughs> I was I was laughing hysterically shortly after that because <laughs> I may have missed the joke after that because I was laughing so hard. Um, because, yeah. yes, that would be ridiculous. Why are you even telling me that I have zero? Uh, this, I thought it was, that was great. It's
0: like um, on election night whenever there's an election and I'm staying up to watch the results, right? There's always like breaking news. Wisconsin is too close to call.
2: And I'm like, that's <laughs> right. not
0: breaking news. <laughs> like, don't interrupt whatever else I'm doing and tell me that you don't have information. Like that's oh.
1: <laughs> Yeah, that was that was that was good stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. I thought um, the Mark Lynn Baker stuff was great.
1: Yeah, what do you need a shovel for digging? <laughs> All, all right, Dad. Thanks. Yeah, very short, very very short appearance, but he was good.
0: Yeah, really cute. I mean, what Dad wouldn't want to come and you know protect his little girl, even if she's a Hulk. It's
1: really, yeah, it's very sweet. Um, all right, so a couple of my notes. Actually, I'm just, I think I think I've covered most of my notes, um, but I'm going to go through the things that I found entertaining on. Uh, on Jen's to-do list.
0: Oh, okay, great.
1: Um, so we have, uh, uh, Mrs. Pete, uh, talking about, uh, I believe that that was, uh, Megan the Stallion, um, uh, versus Runa and looking up likeness, uh, precedents for basically for imitating, uh, Miss Pete. Um, there are some Easter eggs in here, so, uh, craft versus soul. And I'm just going to tell you say the case names, but those were a couple of, of the writers of, uh, of she Hulk, uh, back in the eighties, um, Lee versus burn. So Stan Lee created she Hulk. And is it John Byrne?
0: Yeah. John Byrne.
1: John Byrne was one of the, you know, one of the more prolific stories, uh, writers during, uh, during sensational she Hulk, um, uh, the Jansen class action suit, uh, I can't remember his, his first name, but uh, Jansen was uh, – he, he wrote Daredevil for a while, and we have not seen uh, Matt Murdock yet. Um, get purple and green highlighters. I think it very specifically said get highlighters, purple and green, which obviously, uh, to me, uh, referencing the Hulk's green green skin and uh, purple pants. Um, get a big and tall membership.
2: Uh, <laughs> meet,
1: meet, meet Nikki in the bathroom at 11.47. And I'm assuming it was the the poop uh, toilet, as opposed to the "don't poop here" toilet. Yeah, um, why
0: would they meet for that though?
1: Yeah, I, I didn't really understand. I mean, I I don't think you're supposed to, but it was. Just, and then it was like I think another one was well, one was uh, like feng shui her office, um, <laughs> yeah. and then another one was. Like, basically, it was clean up the to do list and it said two hours for that. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> I'm going to give myself two hours to clean up my to do list. Um, and then the, the last thing, the one thing that she actually had checked off or she checked off when we saw it was make her, her matcher dating profile. Um, and like, you know what? Hey, this is the one thing I got into today. I've been there. I've, you know, hey, let's do the easy stuff. Oh, and make it real easy by just talking your corp- tossing your corporate picture onto your dating profile. Um, funnily enough, my wife actually on Tinder that was her picture. It was one from her uh, from her business uh, from her resume. So that was actually kind of funny. Um, I I, b- I think that's her corporate all had for that
0: picture from GLK and H would be as She Hulk though. I don't think that they oh would that's have- true. Taken a corporate picture of Jen. Uh, That's but maybe true. she had a head and they called it a headshot. It wasn't really a headshot. But um uh I I've done that as well. I had one really, really good ID picture once, and I got the file from the law firm and used it on a dating profile. It was oh. just a really good picture of me.
1: I mean, like, Hey, when you get a good picture, you you take advantage. I mean, yeah. they they're not I'm not going to say they're few and far between, but when you get a really, really good one, like it's, you take advantage of it. Um, I did really not quite understand how, I get it, you went to bed with She-Hulk and you woke up to Tatiana Maslany. I mean, she is a beautiful lady. Uh, having her making you breakfast, like I wouldn't have liked it because I don't like eggs, but I'd be like, I will have your bacon. Yes, thank you very much. Yeah, um, fresh squeezed
0: orange juice.
1: Yeah, I mean the, the fact that she was so unpracticed at squeezing the orange juice and like she basically just destroyed the orange in the process. Yeah, thought it was, was pretty cute. funny. Uh,
0: and it's not like he didn't know she transforms back and forth. They talked about it. Yeah, uh, but I thought that guy was just a player. I thought his whole like shtick was just he just collects women by by being sensitive. He know it's a game. He says the same things to every woman, and he just – and I think pediatric oncologist, he probably took a poll of women in a bar. Like, what's the <laughs> profession? What's the
1: saddest what's the saddest thing that I could be doing that would make you feel the, the best for me?
0: Yeah, like, what would make you want to sleep with me? And uh, yeah. came up with pediatric oncologist. I mean – It's like and, impeach, unimpeachable.
1: Yeah, like, like, what are you going to be like? Oh, hey, let's talk about your work. Oh, I – I try to help kids with cancer. Like you, I'm not saying he was lying. Maybe he was in fact, a pediatric oncologist, but that is, but like a lot of his lines were very, it was basically like out of the, the handbook of how to get someone to sleep with you. Yeah. Oh, tell me more about how you felt about that. I was like, Oh God, it's just, it's just so over the top. And maybe that's the intent. Maybe it was intended to be satirical, but I was just like, oh, God, Jen, can't you see through this? Ugh. I mean, and maybe he was actually the best guy in the world. And he just felt betrayed because she he woke up with someone he didn't go to bed with. Maybe I am being overly analytical about this. But then it's also Jen Walters, who is not, I will say, is not a six. I mean, I, I would say at least a seven. Yeah. But uh, I mean, given that Dennis thought he was a New York 10 and an LA 11. Um,
0: <laughs> I forgot maybe, about that.
1: <laughs> maybe, the, maybe the scales are a little bit skewed.
0: <laughs> also, if your type is like a woman who's wearing like tons of makeup and flashy, you know, mini dress, then you're not going to like Jen Walters and you're not going to think she's a 10 because what you're looking for is just a completely different yardstick.
1: Yeah, I mean, the other part to that is that when, when you wake up with someone who is really heavily made up, they don't look okay. the same. <laughs> like, they look very different, um, not just in the light of day, but, you know, when makeup is off or whatever. I mean, I'll tell you what, her in just that shirt, uh, I was like, if she transformed right now, like, that's not covering anything. Um, <laughs> was that his shirt? Was that his sweater?
0: No, she threw the sweater.
1: Oh, yeah, off to the side. Off to but, I mean, the side. I she, mean, she looked f- um, phenomenal in, in that. But he's like, who are you? Like, I mean, okay, I get it because you never saw her. But like, you would figure like, hey, why wouldn't guys want to date me? Like, this is my picture and blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's not your first date material. Anyway. Yeah. Um, any other notes?
0: Uh, just I thought it was funny that there was a free Titania movement. I assume we're going to learn more about that next week.
1: Yeah, I I cannot wait to see more of Titania and Jamila Jamil. Um, She's one of my favorites. So, all right. uh, If there's nothing else, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. There's more to come. Uh, so we didn't really have any news this week. Uh, we kind of mentioned a little bit of it up in, the, uh, in our points. Uh, but that moves us on to listener feedback from Facebook. Uh, Penny, go ahead and take that first one.
0: Uh, our first one is from Derek O'Neill. And he says, without doubt, the funniest episode so far this season. Loved Madison for the few minutes we had her in the show. Excellent background character. They really get the balance right on this show for me. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts on this one. I hope Greg can forgive them for the payoff on last week's Wong joke. He's late because he's so invested in binging The Sopranos. Uh,
1: that is fair. Um, however, now he doesn't need to because uh, it's been spoiled. And, uh, and then, But I did think it was funny that he moved on to This Is Us after The Sopranos got spoiled for him. From Spencer Bailey, they're so slowly getting Shulky where she needs to be. I hope this is the last episode with Wong Wong for a while. I'm ready to see more Bruce, maybe Crusher Creel, the absorbing man and the main squeeze of Titania. I I didn't realize that he was, uh, that that he and Titania were together. Um, uh, This would also be a great platform to introduce some other characters. Alicia master, her father, the puppet master. I think Clint Howard would really do really well in that role. Uh, Mole man's always a favorite. Any of the fantastic four would be great. Rumor has it that the wonder man is being eyed for his own series.
0: I am not familiar with all of those characters. Now I'm going to have to look them up.
1: So I'm familiar with Mole Man. I'm familiar with Puppet Master. Uh, Alicia Masters was who uh, – that was who Kurt mentioned last week. I believe that was who Kurt mentioned last week, uh, who was the girlfriend of the thing, of Ben Grimm. Oh, really? And Wonder I- Man was kind of a I, – if I remember correctly, a – Uh, I I can't remember if I'm thinking of Justice League wonder man or who was like Mr. Fantastic or or not. But anyway,
0: I know Crusher Creel because that character showed up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's the absorbing man. Yeah. Uh,
0: Bob Oak says Madison with a Y. It's not where you think was unexpectedly funny. Wongers made me laugh out loud from now on. That is the only way I will refer to him.
1: <laughs> that's, that's pretty good yeah, It's <laughs> it was, Wongers it was, forever Yeah uh, John Bucket, Wong tearing up at This Is Us Loved it
0: uh, Jamie Dimmock, I want to go for Bottomless gin and tonics with Wongers This was the most fun episode so far It was cool to see real magic Versus fake, I was cracking up When they made the bunny appear From behind the cloth, and of course the bird Too, haha, two little laughing And crying emojis Hopefully she can find someone to date because dating in your forties sucks more than your thirties.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, Jamie. That sucks. Um, I, the 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 fact that the lawyer was just pushed the bunny for, to behind the the cloth, I did think was over the top and funny. And then even they were so like, "Oh, it's a bunny." Um, yeah, that judge
0: get- man. She should be disbarred. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, she was. Not very impartial. Um, uh, we got one email from uh, Alex Baelish. Uh I love how the show is so tongue in cheek. When Jim looks to the camera saying, "We're thinking," we, with the saying what we are thinking, it makes me love it more and more. Uh, despite what some people said about Disney when they took over, how they're when they took over, how they were, r- were going to ruin the MCU, they're giving other characters a voice and a fun way all around. Uh, this episode was great with Wongers. who knew he was a soprano fan and so sensitive. I could see Madison and him having their own sitcom in the eighties right after perfect strangers. I love how now he needs her as a lawyer for Donnie blaze and then needs her to help fight. The demons was the best. Uh, I just wish there was a little more substance on the other storyline about the blood. Who is this group or person to make an army of hulks? I guess. Uh, I hope they don't rush into the, rush that in the last episode. Since it's a limited series, who knows if they'll make more. I will say Tatiana Maslani is killing it, so she could carry any show. Last thing, Penny, don't kill me. Uh, as a guy watching this with a young daughter who likes to watch this, I love how strong, smart, powerful, and vulnerable she is. Uh, showing all sides creates good TV. I'm still up in the air uh, about them forcing the point of it's a man's world so much. On one hand, I can't imagine what women have to have, have, have to endure on a daily basis. I know it must be challenging to say. I know it must be challenging to say the least. It should be shown for kids like my daughter as, as well as for men to see. But at what point does it get too cliche or overused? Like the guy at the bar scene, like, was that necessary? I don't know. PS dating does suck in your thirties. We
0: did get one voicemail from Steve Brown, but we're having some technical difficulties and hopefully we'll get those fixed and maybe play it next week. Sorry, Steve. We really wanted to hear it.
1: Yeah, I was just, I was really looking forward to it. And, uh, we will, we will see what we can do to, to get that in next week. All right. And now on to the most important uh, section of the, the podcast. Uh,
0: the Marvel question of the week. So last week I asked, what's bothering you? What about the Marvel Cinematic Universe do you not like? And we got very few responses. I was kind of surprised by this because usually people love to complain and gripe. And hardly anybody wanted to. So I'll just read the two we got. Uh, Steve Barr said, overall, very impressed with the consistent quality of the MCU. I would like to see the great Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. either incorporated into MCU canon or the actors given big opportunities in the MCU. I agree. I loved Agents of Uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. Watched it twice, but Thor Ragnarok just doesn't work for me. Don't understand all the rave reviews. It would be nice if there were a few age age segments in the MCU so there could be shows for kids – the existing MCU and more adult fair, such as a black widow agents of shield show more like the old strike back show.
1: I mean, that's, that's a, that's, I'd say that's a fair assessment because most of it is probably in the, uh, mid to late teens, like appropriate for, for that, uh, that age bracket. Um, and then, you know, obviously with things that are enjoyable on a more adult level. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll be honest. The the, the inner thirteen-year-old boy and me uh, really enjoyed some of the Ragnarok and uh and and Love and Thunder bits.
0: Me too. I, I actually just re-watched Love and Thunder a couple of days or yesterday, I guess, it came out on Disney Plus, and I loved it again. It's silly and ridiculous, but that's what's so great about it. Thor is a ridiculous character. I mean, he's got like a yeah. rainbow bridge and he wears those you know, the silly helmet, like Steer into the skid and, and make him silly,
1: right? Uh, Nan Imus said uh, they have fixed so many of the inconsistencies over the years. But how many mystical Chinese cities are there? I didn't think about it that way, but that's that's fair. Um, I uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. Um, but I remember in Agents of Shield there was at least one. Was it in the sky or was it just in? No, in the comics, it was in the sky. Uh, oh, I think in the, this yeah, it the was Inhumans
0: just, that they yeah. meet live in a mystical city somewhere in Asia that's undisclosed.
1: Yeah, um, in, in in isolation and understandable.
0: Yeah, um, and then Shang Chi, and then uh, Kamatage is in Nepal, but close enough. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's definitely in it's the, the far question. east. Yeah. Um. All right, so how about you, Penny?
0: Uh, so well, I already talked about the first Doctor Strange movie. Just didn't. Oh like
1: yeah, it. <laughs> that's, um, that's true.
0: And uh, the Falcon's new costume that he gets in Falcon and Winter Soldier is hideous.
1: So i I think that they were giving the fan service to the people who enjoyed the comic. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because that is very similar to what he had on in, in the comics when he became Captain America. Um, But like, uh, again, it is very similar to art. And uh, if you don't like it, you don't like it. Like I, I get, I get that. Um, Me personally, uh, I just Thor. And I don't mean Thor, the character, I mean, Thor and Thor, the dark world. Like some of the plot points were good. But like I, I enjoyed the, the Loki Thor stuff, but there was I, I like what they've done with Loki kind of overall. I like his character arc um, but I just thought he was so one-dimensional in the first Thor movie and uh, they really kind of fixed that in Avengers. but like Thor was always my least favorite until Thor Dark World came out and then that was my least favorite followed shortly behind it by thor um i just didn't i didn't care for the those those two movies um i did enjoy the silliness of ragnarok and love and thunder although love and i i know a bunch of people talk about how much how they they love ragnarok and how it's like their favorite mcu movie but i just it's again it's not that i didn't like it it's the yeah there's there was some cool stuff in there but like I think that everything they've done in the last five years and like I've talked about how much we have both enjoyed the MCU shows. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Um, I think that uh, they've, they've done a really good job. I am afraid of what young Avengers will be. If that's what is coming. I think that is what's coming, but um, they, I I could talk about the things they've done right forever. Um, but I do wish they had, uh, a, a few more, uh, ancillary characters come back. Um, although a lot of them are actor issues and, and by issues, I mean, just trying to not, not paying for giant actors because they've got so many people in the MCU nowadays. Yeah. Um, but, uh, that's unfortunately my answer sucks because there isn't too much that sucks. So that's a good problem to have. I think
0: that's true. Uh, it did uh, lead me to our next Marvel question of the week, just based on my own personal answer, which is whose costume do you think is the best? And I'm not talking about powers. So not, you know, Iron Man, Black Panther, like, yeah, their their costumes have all kinds of abilities. But just in terms of looks, like so which character has a, the best?
1: So we're doing an MCU fashion show. Yeah. Who gets the top prize?
0: Yeah. I can't wait okay. to hear what people say.
1: That's uh, that's definitely an, an interesting question, and uh, I will have to go back and like take a look because there, there are so many. Like you could be like, um, you know, like like Spider Man has like six costumes uh, throughout the movies, and you know Iron Man Mark Forty Two and uh, the Ironmonger costume, and do, do you mind if we if we do uh, kind of an A and B? Oh, like, not at all. Best hero, best villain.
0: The, uh, the rules on these questions are very loosey-goosey. So uh, just anything you want to talk about about costumes, send it in.
1: All right. Fair enough. I will try to pick my, my favorite uh, favorite hero and favorite villain. Excellent. All right. Uh, that's our show. Thanks for listening, everyone.
0: If you'd like to get in touch or find out more about Podcastica, you can find all of our contact information at podcastica.com.
1: You can write in or record a voice message right there on podcastica.com or find links to our social media pages and and other shows.
0: I mentioned earlier that I'm, uh, covering rings of power and I'm having a lot of fun doing that. There's also some other great shows on Podcastica right now. Tales of the walking dead. That coverage has been really fun. What are you listening to these days, Greg?
1: Um, so I've been, I've been catching up on, uh, strange indeed and lock and key, um, The, uh, I'm really looking forward to Andor, uh, Jonathan and James are going to be covering Andor, uh, and I'm really looking forward to that. I, I need to watch Handmaid's Tale, like finish it because it's about to come back out in season five and I've heard it's just amazing. I just can't make myself hate myself a little bit less so that I can actually watch it. Um, but yeah, so Handmaid's Tale and Andor are the ones that are coming up. Andor is the one I'm really looking forward to. Uh, oh, Cobra Kai literally came out today, and I cannot wait to watch the first couple episodes of that so I can listen to to Jason and Rima uh, and Richard, I think, uh, cover that.
0: That's going to be great. Uh, I just wanted to follow up on what Greg mentioned earlier, that there's a contest going on this week. Uh, one lucky person will win a Podcastica t-shirt. A uh, Kirk Manley Walking Dead poster and a hardcover copy of the Here's Negan comic book, which is Negan's origin story.
1: Yeah, so you can win just by and this this one particular time. It is it is Apple only because most things are on Apple, and we're really trying to to kind of increase our exposure. Um, uh, following Podcastica shows and Apple podcasts and downloading a couple of episodes of each of them. So she Hulk cast, uh, Sandman cast, um, Cobra Kai cast is coming out. Uh, cast of the rings, uh, the walking dead cast, uh, strange indeed. We have, there's so much amazing content out there and there are so many people who love talking about them. Uh, just like we enjoy talking about she Hulk. Um, but uh, we'll pick a, ran- a, a winner at random on, uh, uh, on September, or Monday, September 12th, uh, and then we that person will will get all the stuff that uh, that Penny had mentioned, the aforementioned stuff that Penny had mentioned.
0: Uh, if you want to get all these details uh, in writing, you can go to facebook.com slash podcastica and look for the contest post that's pinned to the top of the page. And we're doing this subscription drive because we want to improve our results in searches. That's all. We want uh, our shows to come up in a a higher position when people search for either She-Hulk or Rings of Power or Sandman. Uh, They're not as high as they should be, and we think people would like them if they get a chance to listen to them. And thank you so much for following us.
1: Yeah, next time on this podcast, She-Hulk, Season 1, or only season, Episode 5, my guess is, Titania. (laughs) I hope so.
0: (laughs) That's our show. Thanks for joining us.
1: And for your viewing enjoyment, Donnie Blaze.